Welcome to In the Stacks from the Half Hollow Hills Community Library. We're talking about the stories we love because we think you might like them too. From bestsellers to old favorites to undiscovered gems. We talk about it here so that you can find it in the stacks. Hi, I'm Charlene. And I'm Ellen. And Ellen is here today to talk to us about one of the books that she read. And the title is... Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close by Jonathan Safran Foyer. So you may remember this book. It came out in um, 2002, and it was turned into a movie. Um, I listened to it again. I listened to it on audio in my car, and um, right, pretty much right after it came out, because I heard all kinds of great things about it. And of course, being the librarian, I couldn't, you know, I had to have special librarian thoughts while I'm listening to it. And because the um, protagonist is a young boy, I'm thinking, why isn't this a YA title? Why don't they catalog this under YA? Do you always think of books like I, that? I think I do. I think I do. I think I've been cursed with the librarian curse of looking at it through collection development. Okay. So it's so funny. I used to do that as a children's librarian, yeah. but now I just uh, now need you can it just for enjoy. enjoy. <laughs> yes. I usually do, but this one struck me in particular that way. So all you YA librarians out there, if you're listening, consider this for your collection. And a crossover. It's a crossover. Um, I would also, uh, I, uh, so as I said, I listened to it on audio, and then I went back and I grabbed the um, print uh, just to look at it, look over it for this podcast, and boy, it's so different. This is an example where the print, I think, is almost better than the audio because there's illustrations, typeface changes, um, other kinds of graphic details, underlines, circles. Um, so that, and you think, enhances I, the I think book? it was the author's intent to enhance that way, and uh, Perhaps it, it is enhanced that way mm -hmm. for the reader. Um, you know, the, the um, listening to it was awesome also, and I did love the story, but it might be something that is actually worthwhile picking up in print rather than listening to. Um, the other, some of the other points I, I just quick wanted to say was that um, this was uh, Foyer's, his first book was um, Everything is Illuminated, which I also read. And as soon as I read that, I quickly grabbed this one, too. And what's interesting is um, Everything is Illuminated, I think, was won a Pulitzer or was nominated for a Pulitzer. So um, it came out, both books came out in the same year. So this guy was on a crazy tear of writing awesome stuff. And then it kind of um, died down. I think he came out with one more book, a nonfiction book after this, but it's, um, he sort of had this giant burst of inspiration. Was there any similarity between any of these two books that you said that came out at the same year, I same find, topic? or No, no, I did not find any similarity at all. And I think I enjoyed this one more than Everything is Illuminated. Um, this was a little more tenderhearted, sentimental, um, a little more... Uh, narrative. I, I'm not sure if that's the right way to put it, but it was more of a storyline that you could turn into a movie. It was about a, a nine-year-old boy, and um, some of the reviewers said that this boy might be um, on the spectrum, as they say, autistic. And, and it's, the it's, it's his story. He finds a secret key in a box in a closet, and um, the box belonged to his deceased father, and his father died in 9-11. Uh, so a lot of it 
has to do with his memories of watching 9-11 on TV, um, the phone call that the father made to the mother while he was on the plane. Um, it brought back a lot of memories of 9-11, which of course is upsetting for everybody. But the main thrust of the story is not that. It's um, the young boy Oscar's search to the lock that this key belongs to. So he travels through New York City, and he meets a lot of typical New York uh, personalities. <laughs> and he goes to a lot of typical New York locations. So I did enjoy the, the New York uh, locale, being you know from New York myself. And uh, I did enjoy that very much. And um, I, I would, this book kind of made me cry, and it was very touching and um, very sweet. So I would recommend it if that's the kind of stuff you like. It sounds like a very interesting concept, especially that so many in our audience can identify with 9-11, whether people, they lost loved ones or friends, yeah. and to see the angst of this child wanting an answer. That's, that's exactly it, Charlene. It sounds like a page turner, Ellen. <laughs> I thought it was. It was a, it was a disc changer. Well, thank you, Ellen. You're welcome. And you can find me in the stacks or <laughs> online at inthestackspodcast.wordpress.com. Don't miss a single episode. Subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcast app. And please tell your friends. Thanks. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>